Get ready to listen, learn, and earn CE hours. This podcast features content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit EliteLearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. Hello, everyone. My name is Leanna McGuire, and I will be your host for this Elite Learning Podcast series, Second Careers in Nursing. Our first episode, I'm really pleased to introduce you to Lucy Laughlin. She's a level four NICU nurse from Baltimore, Maryland. Welcome, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you here. I can't wait to hear your story. First of all, I'd love to know uh, what your first career was. Sure. So I went to school at LaSalle University um, and I got my communications degree and kind of dabbled in some marketing um, and then some design, Photoshop stuff. So I worked for STX, which was a lacrosse company in Baltimore. Um, and then I did a marketing job for someone remotely. Um, so kind of did a little bit of everything. That's interesting. And how long were you doing that before you decided to go into nursing? About a year. Okay, excellent. I, so I'm curious, what made you choose nursing as a second career? Yeah, so I always wanted to be a nurse. Um, when I went to school, I played D1 lacrosse. So it was very difficult to do my clinicals and schoolwork with lacrosse. And at the time, lacrosse was paying for school. So I kind of had to make a tough decision. Um, But ultimately, I'm still very glad that I did follow through with my communications degree. And it's helped me a lot. Well, that kind of leads me to another question I was interested in, in, in. Do you feel that that has helped you in your nursing career with that communications piece? Absolutely. Um, it sounds kind of cliche, um, but it's ultimately helped me with my communication. Um, in, in the NICU specifically, it's very difficult to have, I have some pretty tough conversations, um, whether it be with providers or family members. Um, so just being able to be confident and hold myself professionally, I don't think I might've been able to hold myself to the standard that I do now without that degree. That's very interesting. Are there any other skills that you gained from your first career that you found have been helpful with nursing? Or is that the main one? Yeah, I think just being flexible. Um, (laughs) Before, I mean, you kind of think like, oh, you're going to the professional world. Everything's clear cut. They have things. This is what you're going to do. This is the time you're going to do it. But it's not how the world works. (laughs) Um, So I think just kind of having that first degree and understanding that you kind of have to roll with the punches and Um, Being able to be flexible as a professional person and in your personal life, that's definitely helped. So no regrets on on starting with one that wasn't uh, nursing. Excellent. Not at all. Oh, good. That's really good. What about your educational preparation for nursing? I know that your courses probably weren't, um, I'm just assuming that they weren't, you know, biology and A&P and all those things when you're going through communications, but I'm curious about what you had to do to get into the program. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did start out as a nursing major at LaSalle, like I said. So I did have a few prerequisites done, but very minimal. Um, So I went back to community college, started taking the rest of my prereqs, and then applied to nursing school. Yeah. Um, So within the first round, um, I did not get into nursing school. Um, So that was very difficult. Uh, You think that this is something that you want to do. You put your life on hold for it. Um, 
and I didn't give up. I <laughs> kept going. Um, I took my prerequisites, ones that I didn't maybe got a B in, um, got all A's and reapplied. So Excellent. Good for you. That's fantastic. Uh, so I know that you work in NICU currently. Has that yeah. always been your goal to be in NICU or did you discover that while you were in school? Yeah, so I definitely wanted to be in pediatrics in general. I love kids. Um, I like to be funny and silly with them and um, just having that aspect. So in my, I want to say it's like around my fourth semester, um, I decided that my practicum was going to be in the NICU and there's very few spots. So I was very lucky to be able to get into that. Um, So I actually went to St. Petersburg, Florida at Johns Hopkins um, and was placed in the NICU. And the minute that I walked in, I loved it. Um, they just having babies, they don't have, they are not able to communicate their needs. So they can't tell you when they're sick. They can't tell you when they're hurting. Um, so just being advocates for them was really intriguing to me and made me feel good. (laughs) It takes a special person to, to work in NICU and in peds. I would say my, I was, see, it's interesting because my perspective was always, I can't reason with them, right? When you're, you're looking at from the side of the patient, which is beautiful. I love that. That's really great. Um, do you ever, you, so you don't regret your communications degree at any point have you thought, boy, I wish I'd just ditched the lacrosse and gone into nursing or no, I do. Um, a big piece of it was money. Um, I went to my LaSalle. Yeah. Most of it was paid by lacrosse, but it was still a private school. Um, so after community college, um, that I did my prereqs, I ended up getting into Johns Hopkins um, in their master's program, which I was so happy about. Um, I ended up deciding to do that based on its length. It's only about a year and a half, um, five straight semesters to get my master's, which was awesome. Um, But that came with a really big price tag. So I think just knowing that I have a lot of years of paying off student loans is definitely a little daunting. Maybe I wish I did that sooner, but still don't regret it. (laughs) Good, good. Five months for a master's. That must have been intense. A year and a half. So a year and a half, sorry. Five, five, okay, gotcha. Five Five semesters. So it's a little like, yep. But intense, right? It had to be. Yeah, no breaks. So it's just kind of straight through, but it kind of didn't allow you to get your head out of your space and it just allowed you to kind of grind through and it was nice. Fantastic. Uh, do you still work in your first career as well, or are you focused just on nursing now? I'm focused mainly just on nursing. Um, my stepmom actually works in marketing, um, so I'll help her every now and then with some social media content, <laughs> creating stuff. Um, and I still do like that creative side of me, so whenever I can help out, I will. Uh, that's fantastic. I love that, that you can pull that in, especially with the social media piece. There's a lot yeah. of us that just aren't that savvy. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that. go ahead. No, it just takes a lot to, I mean, I had to learn a lot of things. I didn't go to school for Photoshop and I ended up doing a lot of that. Um, And it's just a lot of fun. So kind of just taking on new things and new challenges. And And I think that really speaks uh, highly of uh, reverse mentoring when it comes to nursing, because I know Mm -hmm. there are a lot of nurses who have been in the profession for a long time um, and they can mentor people who are new to the field, but you can also mentor them in some of the things that you've learned, you know, combination of your first career and the fact that you're probably pretty computer savvy. Yeah. Do you find people open to that reverse mentoring in nursing since you've entered the field? I do. Um, even with things, um, 
like communication studies that I've had or kind of like evidence-based practice things um, that I'll look for. So just being open and most people are pretty receptive with that. What has been maybe your biggest challenge going into nursing as a second career? Um, So I'd have like a couple that are kind of on the same wavelength. Um, So I'd say probably the first one was COVID. Um, That was extremely difficult. So I go in, I'm super excited. I have in-person classes. I'm meeting my new classmates, my professors that I'm going to be with almost every day for the next year and a half. Um, And then one month in, we went all virtual. So that was just, that definitely turned things around. Um, I'm a very like hands-on learner. I like to ask questions in class. I like to see things. And that was difficult. Just you're learning from your living room and it's a lot easier to kind of check out. Um, So that definitely did pose a little bit of a... (laughs) Just a little. Yes. Um, And then I would say the other... One that was a little difficult for me was just comparing myself to other people my age. Mm. Um, So I'm going into this new career. I'm not making any money yet. Um, I'm barely being able to make rent. Um, I had to work like two little side jobs that weren't necessarily a job job for having a degree. Um, So I think just not saying, looking at myself, comparing myself to other people and saying, you know what? I'm supposed to be where I am. Um, This will all be worth it and kind of keep my head up. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. That that would be a huge piece of it. Uh, What did you do on the side while you were going through school? Um, I worked at a salon and then I did a lot of nannying. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So good for your your pediatric uh, background too. Yeah, that's really flexible, easy to kind of pick up when I needed to. So it was perfect. What about surprises in nursing? Did anything surprise you when you got into training? Yeah. um, So I just didn't realize how many hats that nurses wear. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're kind of, at some points, you're a therapist to people. Mm -hmm. You're a housekeeper because you're cleaning up. You're a caregiver to some, in my case, babies that don't have any family um, or in the foster care system. So I think just kind of navigating that you're, I kind of just thought, oh, it's just the healthcare side. You go in, you do your job and you leave. Um, But you take a lot home with you too. Yeah, you do. You really do. I always say that nursing is the only job in healthcare where you can't say it's not in my job description. (laughs) Because I so agree with that. We do all of it. Exactly. And you mentioned, I'd I'd just like to hear your thoughts on, because some of those babies that don't have parents or are going into the foster system, how do you cope with that on a personal level? Does it hurt your heart? Are you able to uh, separate um, yourself from it to a degree as a protective mechanism or it's got to be kind of sad, right? Yeah, I'm one of those people, I feel like that I get very attached. Um, Mm -hmm. And I always thought that that was going to be a negative in nursing. But I I think specifically in the NICU, there's times that I've cried in front of parents. I've cried with them. Um, It's it's, it just kind of, I think, takes on a little bit of a different connotation, I think, depending on what unit you're on or like what role that you need to be. Um, There's times that I would like to cry, but I need to be the strong one for those family members um, or other nurses who are going through things. Um this week has been definitely, or I'd say the past two weeks have been kind of tough on our unit. We've lost 
multiple babies just uh, kind of comes when it rains, it pours, and then it will be okay for a while. Um, so I think I'm kind of even dealing with that right now. Just when I do go home, I need to make sure that I'm doing my self-care and staying positive, but it is still at the end of the day rewarding that I know that we're doing the best we can for these little guys. <laughs> Absolutely. And that reaction speaks really highly of empathy. And I think that's an element that we all need to have in this career. Absolutely. You know, different times, like you said, sometimes you can be part of the mourning process and sometimes you know instinctively when you have to be the strong one. So self-care is huge. Absolutely. What kind of things do you do for self-care? Um, mine involves a lot of Netflix. <laughs> some, some, <laughs> some face masks, just kind of hanging out. And I think just turning off the day and truly taking your brain for a rest. Yeah. Um, especially there's a lot of overtime opportunities right now. So I feel like most people on our unit, including myself, are taking advantage of that. So on your day off, like truly just relaxing and not doing much is yeah. key. <laughs> yes. And uh, I believe you work night shift as well. So yeah. that, uh, that requires some self-care too, just to yeah. get back on that yeah, routine. Any thoughts or advice for anyone who's thinking about advancing their own careers within nursing? Because some people may think, well, you know, I'm, I'm on med surge. I'd really like to go into ICU or I'd really like to go into NICU, but uh, I just don't know if I can do that. What would you say to people making a big change like that? So there's kind of like twofold. So I'll kind of maybe start with like people that are outside of nursing. Mm -hmm. um, so let's just say like me with a second degree and then I'll go into like nursing. advancement. Yeah, perfect. Um, but like with the first one that I said, um, if you're coming from completely outside world and it could be for 40 years, it doesn't matter. I would just say there's one thing that kind of always stuck with me that my mom said is you're never going to have enough time and you're never going to have enough money. So you just have to do it. Um, and with that, it's, she's just, it's true. Mm -hmm. You kind of always make excuses like, oh, this isn't the right time. Or maybe I'll wait till after I have kids or, oh, maybe da, 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 da. Um, and at some point you just have to say, is this what I want to do? And then once you making the decision, I think is the hardest part. Um, and that's kind of downhill from there. Right, right. Okay. And yeah. mention it when you spoke about your mom, it sounds like she was really supportive of your decision. Did you have anybody in your life that said, are you crazy? <laughs> um, I would definitely think, yeah, some people asked me or just kind of, I felt like I was on a roller coaster because I started out with starting out with nursing. And then I did kind of feel like, oh yeah, you failed. Like you didn't complete what you said you were going to do. This is what you always wanted to do. And you didn't carry it out. Um, so I think I did try to have like a lot of pride in marketing and really run with it and try to make it work. But ultimately, I knew that that wasn't going to fulfill my happiness um, long term. So I just think focusing on what you know is best for you and kind of drowning out everyone else of, oh, well, you're going to get another degree or you're going to yeah. take out all that money um, and you just have to do what's good for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've had people say that would take four years for me to do that. And I think, well, four years is going to pass anyway, like you're going to be Absolutely. at that mark. Do you still want to be in the place you're in? Or do you want to be yeah. in the place you'd love to be? So Absolutely. that's great. So you do find fulfillment in in the career. Absolutely. Yeah, just 
from what I said, it's just uh, it's very rewarding um, being there for someone that can't be there from themselves. Um, but also just the attractiveness of nursing, of having the flexible schedules. Yes. Um, and we're really lucky on our unit. We pick our schedules fully. So, I mean, I'm very like maybe one or two days I won't get on a schedule. So just being able to take vacations when you want to and not having to take time off or if you have a family, that's fantastic. Um and then if you want to pick up overtime, it's there and the incentives there right now. So it's nice. I'm, do you have other aspirations within nursing? Uh, like, you can, do you want to stay in NICU for a certain period of time or I'll let you tell me what? Yeah, um, I have to say, I think I'm going to be a forever NICU person. Um, I just have not, I've been here for nine months, but I haven't felt the need one time, um, like I'm missing out or thinking of going to another unit. Um, I would definitely like to go back to school probably to get my DNP, um, nice. to become a neonatal nurse practitioner. Um, but we'll see how long <laughs> That's an, another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. That's a bit, we'll have you back for a third, third career. Hey, I'll be here for it. Give me a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. Anything else you'd like to share about your journey? Um, I'd say just some advice for, I guess the, we, before, when you said some nurses, maybe making the next step or brand new undergraduates, like trying to figure out what they want to do is just try to get as much experience as you can. Um, I see a lot of people saying like, uh, what you brought up earlier, oh, you can only start in med surge. Um, or if you start in med surge, you'll have like the most experience, then you can go anywhere from there. But the truth is you're going to, every unit is so different and so unit specific that we have so many adult, like uh, nurses coming from the adult world, like adult ICU or trauma that come to the NICU. You have to get a full course of new orientation. It's a whole different world. Um, So yes, that might help you absolutely in your critical thinking skills and basic nursing concepts. But I think you can start wherever you want to start. Um, and you can kind of float around and that's the nice part about nursing. Oh yes. It's, it's, it's so flexible. I, I agree with you a hundred percent that you, you're not stuck in one area. You can no. learn and grow and go to all of these different places and literally go to different places if you choose to. Absolutely. That's the other thing. There's always jobs in healthcare. So uh, that's fantastic. I I'm so glad that you found your uh, fulfilling career, my friend, yes. because <laughs> Uh, you know, life's too short not to, right? So yes. good for you. And how did the lacrosse go? <laughs> it, it went well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, definitely. It just, I think that also helped me um, just with like motivation and um, being a team player and, yeah. and just kind of taking everything from my past life and putting it into a little ball and taking it with me from wherever I go. And it's kind of crazy how much I use from different aspects of my life. One last question. Did you experience any negativity from some of the folks that have been there for a long time when you started? I know nurses have a bit of a reputation for eating their young, so to speak. Did you incur, did you encounter any of that? Um, I am so lucky because I don't know if it's just my unit, um, but they are the most supportive people that I've ever met. Um, I was like, welcome definitely some with tough love, but needed, um, and then just support with teaching and openness. And when I tell them that I've had a second degree, it's the response is always, oh, that's so cool. What were you doing? Oh, uh, great. Oh, you had a second degree. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I think it's just, yeah, I was very, very lucky with that. That's fantastic. (laughs) We always want to be the change we want to see in the world. So I'm glad that that's what's happening for you. Fantastic. I really enjoyed this interview. You've been a pleasure to talk to. So thank thank you you so much. much. Absolutely. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Second Careers in Nursing with Lucy Laughlin. Uh, We encourage you to continue your learning as you shape your own careers by checking out all of the courses available on EliteLearning.com. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Leanna McGuire for Elite Learning by Calibri Healthcare. This podcast featured content from an accredited CE activity provided by Calibri Healthcare. Visit EliteLearning.com slash podcasts for accreditation and disclosure statements and instructions on how you may be able to earn CE credits. Take your learning to the next level by subscribing to more podcasts on compelling healthcare topics.